Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 88 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Rasgrees, with my co-host, the Buck something. I, I don't even remember. What are, you, what are you now? The Buck... Rowdy. Buck Rowdy. See, I've been calling you the other name for over a year, so it's going to take a minute. And since we're recording two episodes today, yep, there's a little behind-the-scenes stuff, folks. Uh, I'll, I'll probably, I'll probably remember it for the second time, but but not episode ninety. So just bear with me. Just bear with me, Buck. You know what? I just don't even know how attached to it I am. I hear you use it, and I don't even know if I like it. Like, damn it. Like, this is... You ruin everything for me, man. You ruin everything. Fuck. I'm just going to be Buck Rundle again. Fuck all that noise, man. If you changed anything, then I damn you to change it the fuck back. I'm Buck Rundle. Buck Rowdy. I'm not... No. I don't even wear a gold wedding band. What? You know? <laughs> fuck. I, like, I'm the most casual dude on the planet. I got a fucking t-shirt on that says I'm just in it for the parking. Okay? I can be Gr- Buck Rundle. Fuck Call of Duty. Okay? I don't want to play that shit anyhow. That's the, that's the whole reason why we even came down this rabbit hole. Because of goddamn video game. Fuck all that. No. If I'm going to change my name, it needs to be because of some life-changing, metamorphosizing event. Not because some childish fucking attempt to come up with a new gamer handle for a game that I won't play. Fuck that. I'm Buck Rundle. <laughs> uh, I apologize to folks that just heard the theme music start up again because my I have fat-fingered the control console. But uh, we'll just leave Buck to sit there and wallow in his own self-loathing and get right into our first story of the week, unless you have an objection, Buck. Go ahead. I already muted my mic. <laughs> our first story comes from the smokinggun.com. Drug suspect claimed bag of syringes was, quote, for fishing. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people use a lot of weird things as fish bait, but never a syringe. A drug suspect found with fentanyl and a bag of hypodermic needles told Florida police he was using the syringes for fishing. Police responded Saturday afternoon to a 911 call about a suspicious person and encountered Eric Bennett, 30, of Vero Beach Street. An officer described Bennett as visibly intoxicated on an unknown substance. Asked about large bulges in his pockets and shorts and whether he possessed any weapons, uh, Bennett replied, I have hypodermic needles for fishing. <laughs> and then he removed a plastic bag with syringes inside from a pocket and placed the works on the hood of a squad vehicle. Bennett was handed uh, also handed over a cigarette pack containing a baggie of fentanyl. I don't want to go to jail, said Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> whose occupation is listed as landscaping on court records. The Vero Beach resident was arrested on felony narcotics possession, charged and booked into the county jail where he is being held in lieu of $7,500 bond. Bennett is scheduled to be arraigned on February 25th and has prior convictions for grand theft, DUI, driving without a license, possession of drug paraphernalia, and a probation violation. When arrested on January 22nd, Bennett was not carrying any fishing equipment, nor did he expand on his purported use of tiny spears to impale a big catch. (laughs) What possible use could a syringe be used for? 
Now, interestingly enough, thanks to my abundance of free time and my real liking of YouTube videos, I can tell you that people do use syringes when fishing. Um, I they do inject, tell. Do they, tell. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. You know, I'm not going to say that it's like sage advice. I'm not going to tell everybody to go out there or that it's even a good idea. But there are people who inject air into their worms to make them float from the bottom so they don't need to use a bobber or float. Wow. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, dude, dude, uh, like, I, he must have watched the same fucking YouTube video as me. Like, that's the, like, or what were you searching this... for on YouTube when you found such a, such a video? Oh, you know what? I think I was watching like uh food storage, like prepper videos, because I think those people are ridiculous and, you know, hilarious. They're like, yeah, if a zombie no, apocalypse stop, happened. Stop, stop, They're, they're funny and they're ridiculous. How, how, how long of a time period of food do you have stored in your house? I have approximately six months worth of food. For three people? No. For how many? Four. For four people. So, how are they any different from you? <laughs> because I don't have underground tunnels. I have... Why? Food. Why don't you have underground tunnels? Because I lack the physical ability to do it. <laughs> Therein lies the rub. So you would absolutely, you'd absolutely have tunnels. I can if see, I, I can see means... you as one of those guys that bury a school bus and turn it into a, a bunker. I really would. <laughs> I really would. But no. So as I as I'm recent, and I say the ridiculous and stupid because it's people like me trying to do this shit. Okay, like. If you can, go for it. Have your pie. But if you can't, like, come on, man. It's just a certain time to let go. But either way, like, no. So, you know, I'm just, like, randomly searching through YouTube, and I come up on something, I just let it play through a playlist, and I happen upon that. And I was like, damn, that is some real, like, does PETA know about this? <laughs> I, I can't believe... Well, it's just I can't believe that people are doing this and nobody's complained about it yet. I'm like, wow. I mean... It's... Oh, oh, come on, man. Of all the people of all the people in this country that complain about the most ridiculous shit, you can't tell me that if some asshole knew that they were injecting air bubbles into worms, that there wouldn't be, like, some attempted like TikTok revolution. I'm not saying like, there there wouldn't. I'm just I'm actually kind of shocked that there isn't, even though it is a worm. For God's sake, it's a it's a worm. You know, name any other animal or creature or living thing that would be acceptable to inject air into to make it float. <laughs> right. I, that's just. But either way, you know, the fact that the guy, like, I don't know if he watched this same YouTube video. I don't know if he knew it or if he was just grabbing at straws. But he actually came up with a reasonable excuse to have the syringes, which is, which, you know, I will give him kudos for. But the complete lacking of any other type of fishing apparatus 
and the presence of illegal drugs that you would use a syringe for. Like, so what are you going to what are you going to rate, Mister Bennett? I don't know if I feel bad enough for the worms to give him a three. So I'm going to give him like a two and a half. I'll, I'll give him a solid two because he was obviously intoxicated in public, I guess. But he didn't seem like he put up much of a fight. Um, he, other than, that's for fishing, man. <laughs> so I'll, I'll give him a solid two. Uh, this is next story is coming from Fox 5 Atlanta. Gun store employee shoots co-worker during argument. Of all the places to get into an argument, a bunch of heavily armed people. Good idea. Police believe one employee shot another on Wednesday during an argument at the firearm store in Dulleth. The Dulleth Police Department says two people were hospitalized in stable condition after a shooting at gun lobby on Peachtree Industrial Boulevard. Police say the incident was isolated and there is no danger to the community. Police arrived at the gun store and found the shooter and victim, both of whom were employees at the scene. Police said they got into an argument when one shot another. <laughs> Police say they're telling different sto- versions of the story, but both employees were taken to different hospitals. Uh, Fox F- 5 flew over the scene and saw sections of the shopping center taped off while several office- police cars were parked in front of the store. Well, no shit, Kung Fu. God. As of Thursday, the Dallas Police Department says their detectives are still working with the district attorney's office to see if charges are appropriate. I want to know why they're... When one shot the other, but they both went to the hospital. I want the rest of the story, damn it. <laughs> yeah, they're... they're, they're I, mean, I am a, hung, a little hungry for some more details there. I'm, I'm kind of curious if uh, there was a fight before the shooting, which might shed some light into it a little bit better. I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> maybe you it was, know what, maybe though? Maybe self-defense. I... <laughs> I'm going to go ahead, and before I uh, comment further, uh, I'm going to apologize to the citizens of Duluth, Georgia. And uh, I will wholeheartedly just completely out out myself here. I love Coca-Cola more than I love your town's name. So I was not going to unmute my microphone and uh, and correct Raz on the spot. I was just going to use it as a comedic opportunity to just point out that... I have him read these things for a really good reason. Because he's dyslexic and it's fun to watch him stumble. Prick. You know what? If there were an opportunity for us to get me to try and walk, you know we would both do it. We would both film it. And if we could, we'd sell fucking tickets. So you know what? I don't feel bad. We'll continue with your analysis of the story as read. Unfortunately, I don't remember the details well enough. No, I'm kidding. Uh, So it sounds to me like dude A and dude B under, you know, some only speculative circumstances got into an argument. Dude shot other dude and they both went to the hospital. Like, is that is that pretty much what what? you know, we have here. That That is precisely what we have here. I would love to know why the one that did the shooting is went to the hospital, but I don't think that's the answers we're going to get today. 
No. And it's very hard for me to like sit here and deliver any kind of like commentary or judgment on this other than other than the fact that the person who wrote this article really did a very bad fucking job of it. You know, like yeah, it it I'm not saying that it's not a story worthy event, but I mean, come on. Like where's the fucking story? We really don't have any more information except for the headline. I like throwing the author's name out there when they have those poorly written stories, but this just simply says by Fox Five Atlanta Digital Team. Not even not even crediting the writer for his atrocities. No, man, that's some of the laziest fucking reporting I've ever seen. Like, come on, we're even giving you valuable time on uh, on on our podcast. This is exposure for you, man. I'm you know, sure, come I'm on. Sure Fox Five Atlanta needs the exposure from the Social Liability Podcast, <laughs> dude. Dude, if you were running for president, you would vote for your fucking self. Don't say any different. A number's a damn number. That's it. And what they are doing, uh, well, you know what? So, gun violence. I mean, like I even want like we normally give like a hard vibe to gun violence, but I can't even fucking do that in this instance. Like, maybe the guy was just, like, slamming a loaded pistol down and didn't even know. Blammo! <laughs> and, like, like maybe he's just fucking stupid. Maybe he, shot, maybe he shot the guy because it really was an accident. Like, it, like whatever, 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 you know, there really shouldn't be accidents with a uh, gun at a gun store. It's kind of like... <laughs> You know, that's cringeworthy in and of itself. But, but, you know, what score would you give give this? I need more details, but anything involving a gun typically gives a five because you shouldn't commit crimes with guns or be fucking playing with them. If they're a tool and you need to respect them. Uh, but in this particular, it might have been self-defense. I don't know. The story's so shit written. I'm not scoring it. Oh, I can't. I can't either. I, I... <laughs> Sorry, folks. This this is one that I'm just not going to touch. Yeah, fucking Fox 5's digital t- media team sucks. Yeah. All right, Buck. Our next story is coming from AL.com. How we get all this news from the Alabama.com website, I have no idea. But we, we tend to... We, we can't go five episodes without having a story from AL.com. Uh, Brookside police patrolled social media, threatened the town's critics. (laughs) Woo, small towns and computers can be fun. Uh, Michelle Jones made an official complaint to the Alabama Attorney General's office three years ago, arguing that the Brookside police stopped her out of jurisdiction, issued a bogus citation, and threatened her with more charges after she criticized them on Facebook. She thought the complaint was long forgotten and closed, but on Wednesday morning she said she got a call from the Alabama Attorney General investigator uh, who had worked the case after her complaint was filed in 2019. He informed me that my case was never closed. Uh, In 2020, she had uh, explained her case this way to the Attorney General's office. Quote, The person threatened me with arrest if I did not take down my Facebook pictures and posts of their police officers, stop sending emails to local politicians as well as others and show them, Brookside Police, that I understand law enforcement practices. End quote. Jones is not alone in complaining about Brookside. Stories from people stopped in the ticket-happy town continue to roll down 
like an avalanche since AL.com last week published stories of how the tiny town turned to aggressive ticketing to build a ballooning police force that could provide half the town's revenue. That's utterly disgusting in my opinion. Police Chief Mike Jones has since resigned. Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth has requested an audit of Brookside's town and police force, and the lawmakers across the party lines have called for a bill to help curb small-town police uh, policing for profit on Alabama interstates. The accounts uh, told to AL.com detail harassment and intimidation. They tell of consistency of the suspicious tickets and arrests, of retaliation by a police department and by a chief who challenged those who questioned him as he sought to build an empire on the backs of drivers. Stephanie Franklin, a Jefferson County employee, told AL.com she was a passenger in a car stop last year for an expired tag. She said she tried to record the interaction after three officers in two vehicles pulled her car over, but an officer with a Volknot symbol, a Norse sign, sometimes appropriated by white supremacists, on a ring and one on his gun clips confiscated her phone. The officer said, quote, We have people stop and record us, uh, she said, like it explained his actions. <laughs> uh, Franklin said she believed the only reason she was arrested was because she works for Jefferson County. Others weren't so fortunate. Uh, it's oh, why she wasn't arrested for that. I misread it. I was getting ready to say they screwed up, but they didn't. It was me. Another William uh, woman, <laughs> Emilia Sierra, uh, emailed AL.com to say that she was pulled over in Brookside three years ago for a single flash of her lights to warn oncoming traffic of a speed trap. There are two cars and one SUV that surrounded my car, and police were everywhere. They gave me a ticket for running a stop sign. I clearly did not run a stop sign, as I had just, I had just seen them sitting on top of the I-22 overpass and never had been in any trouble. Uh, only had one speeding ticket, and they were shining these flashlights on my car, and it was like daylight. I was scared to death, even though I th- thought I was doing nothing wrong. Neither the police nor the town have responded to questions since the original story ran for uh, michelle jones has been dedicated three-year fight she gave police her uh, i'm sorry the brookside police gave her a ticket in may of 2019 for running a stop sign on roberta road and cherry avenue across i-22 from brookside she insists like many others stopped by the brookside police she should not run the stop sign at all jones said she was polite to the officer but uh, was convinced the ticket was unfounded and gave uh, and given outside the Brookside Police jurisdiction. She sent out to challenge it, uh, but not in the courtroom. She paid the $160 ticket and began making her case through emails to public officials, complaints, a television interview, and elsewhere. She complained directly to the then Brookside Police Chief Mike Jones. In an email to her, uh, May 29th of 2019, Mike Jones defended the stop and the ability to ticket outside of Brookside. A peace officer sworn in the state of Alabama can enforce the law anywhere in the state of Alabama, he wrote in an email. They are sworn law enforcement officers certified by the Alabama Police Officers Standards Training Commission. Arrest powers are not confined to city limits or jurisdictional boundaries except within the state of Alabama. That's bullshit. Uh, The real trouble for Michelle Jones began as she stated posted on Facebook when she saw Brookside police stopping people in places she thought was out of bounds. Police trap, she posted in June of 2019. Brookside Police Department of Brookside, Alabama, spotted in Jefferson County Sheriff's Department District at a Roberta Road and Cherry Avenue. And in July, Brookside Police Department of Brookside 
Alabama, operating outside its city limits. This is the corner of Roberta Road and Mulberry Road, which is far from their city limits. Uh, what happened next shocked her. On July 10th of 2019, 16 days after she had paid her ticket, her phone rang. On the other end of the caller ID, was, uh, it was coming from the Brookside Town Hall. The caller identified himself as Detective Johnson, though it is unclear if Brookside had a Detective Johnson. He told her uh, she was a wanted woman. She spelled it out in her complaint to the Attorney General's office and in notes to the Jefferson County Sheriff's Department, County Commissioners, and others. Detective Johnson called and asked that I come to the Brookside Police Department to talk to him. After I told him I would not, he reported to have two warrants for my arrest. He stated that I issued threats, incited a riot, and slandered the Brookside Police Department in my Facebook post. He reported that the police chief was mad. <laughs> An investigator with the Attorney General responded to her and spelled it out again in 2020. The Attorney General's office this week would not confirm or deny to AL.com the existence of any in case involving Brookside. In his call to Jones this week, the investigator said he could not tell her anything because of the ongoing investigation. In Brookside, complaints about retaliation have come from time to time, as in the cases of Reverend Vincent Wilt and his sister, Taria. Uh, he said that the small town police department fabricated charges against them and listed them as fugitives because Wick complained about the officer's racist remarks. Even the claims of retaliation for social media posts are not unusual in Brookside. Alabama State can, uh, candidate Lisa Ward said ex -chief, the ex-chief Jones tried to intimidate her in a social media message after she shared the AL.com story on Facebook. And a Brookside man told AL.com police in the town pulled him over with blue lights and told him he would be, there would be consequences if he posted more about the police on social media. The man is still afraid of retaliation and asked for anonymity. He said police accused him of running a stop sign that I never did run and complained about it on Facebook. Two or three days later, Brookside police stopped him again. Not for speeding, not for running, a stop sign, or any violation, but for this. The officer said, quote, The chief's pretty upset about the post you put on Facebook. Uh, any more backlash like this towards the police department, and it'll be far worse for you than a ticket. I stared at him, and the man said, I was just looking at him like, and what is this stop about? <laughs> I was in pure shock, he told AL.com. Accounts of drivers, dozens of them, are strikingly similar. They often say that they had no idea why they were pulled over while passing near Brookside on Interstate 22. Time after time, they are pulled over by multiple officers in multiple vehicles for minor charges, such as expired tag or following too closely. That they were searched, towed, and forced to pay large fines for violations many say they did not commit. Michelle Jones said that she, had, uh, she and her friends, acquaintances, and family members stopped in Brookside. She was watched and documented stops there. When I noticed the pattern to be among this, if you are in the car by yourself, you're going to get a ticket. If you have a witness with you, they're going to issue you a warning. Uh, she didn't think this was fair. I felt that basically this was a way for them to make money to fund the city uh, and off the backs of citizens and, and others from the area. And this is why I decided to fight. What do you think, Buck? <laughs> Your mic, buddy. There you go. I, 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 uh, I, this is pretty fucking vile, man. Like, this is like some, like, movie level shit intimidation. You're like, it's hard for me to even conceptualize that this stuff is happening in real life. Like, this kind of, like, police, dude getting pulled over for nothing just to, just to be threatened. 
That's uh, that's pretty fucking disgusting. So if like, even, a, even a fraction of what they're saying in this story is true, I am just utterly repulsed. And, uh, you know, the, the whole, you know, you're either with the police or against the police concept is completely asinine, in my opinion. There are great police officers there. I know several of them. I think I was one. <laughs> but yeah, there's plenty of shit bags out there. There's plenty of fucking shit bags out there. And it, it's amazing, you know, that, you know, it doesn't matter how good you are. You know, the other day I had a, uh, my, my central air unit decided it was going to take a shit on me. And uh, it took us a long time to find someone to fix it because it's a, um, a geothermal unit. So it takes a minute to find somebody who knows how to work on that kind of stuff. And I had a guy come over and it, it ended up just being a software issue. It was quickly fixed. Uh but the thing is that he was such a nice guy and he didn't they didn't gouge us and it was it was generally like cool this is this is a positive experience so when you call the company and say hey just wanted to say this guy did a great job and they were confused they were just utterly confused because you know you you, you always hear complaints you never hear attaboys <laughs> you know for for every oh man yeah, people, people, oh yeah, people complain a lot and never hand out those attaboys. You're right on that one. So that legitimately confuses people. So when you have police do fucked up things, you know, it pretty much taints the whole pot. Uh, I mean, a serious overhaul, but, uh, you know, policing for profit is not a new concept. It's not a legal concept, uh, but it's not a new concept. Well, you'll have these small town police departments where they, their primary function is revenue generation. And it's disgusting. And in this particular instance, you have somebody taking it too far, way too far, and getting their asses caught. And see, that's another thing, man. Even after he's caught, he just keeps on doing it. It's like it doesn't even exist. You know, even when you're... Even even a complete piece of shit starts to, like, tweak their processes once they realize that the masses are hip to their little... You know, scheme, but this guy's just like, nah, fuck it. We're the we're the cops. We're just gonna keep on doing it. Yeah, I know, I know a town near here that it, it has quite the reputation that uh, they've literally. I've heard more than one story of someone getting pulled over and getting a ticket for going one mile over the speed limit. And their their vehicle, the town is utter, like just derelict. It's just like this is a town. But the police cars are the nicest, newest things in the road. Each police car has a drone in it. Uh, it it's they have all the equipment, all the equipment. So something something ain't stirring the coffee. Just just saying. <laughs> yeah, and and that's another thing, man. Like police departments, specifically like the ones you're you're referencing in small derelict towns like that. Do you really even need? a drone, and a police car. Like, why are you arming yourself like the LAPD SWAT team when there are more, like, livestock animals than people? And it's... And it... it, (sighs) Police, Police departments need to, you know need to need to do some serious revamping in in some places and not all police departments it's not it's like raz said man you know you're you're it's not you're with or against the police 
you know, let's let's make it about the behavior, you know, and this kind of behavior. This is this is definitely in one of those uh, one of those categories that I would call not allowed. Like you can't do that. Policing for profit, intimidating your people, you know, the people that you're supposed to protect. You're pulling them over in the streets and threatening them. Like, what are you? Like, what, 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 what message are you trying to send to the populace? Do this or else? Like that, that doesn't seem very altruistic or or beneficial to the masses in any way to me. But again, that's just me. I I would give a good old Brookfield Police Department here, you know, a solid five. I mean, they are. Uh, I mean, they are they are really violating every part of the like they're taking the whole concept of police and they're just flipping it the fuck over in every way that they can and doing it in the most gross and obvious. And it's just they're not even trying to hide it. No, and I'm, I like was gonna, this... I, I was going to give it a five out the gate myself. Um, there just there is no excuse for this type of it's to, it's to serve and protect, not to um, collect and enforce. <laughs> uh, yeah, yep. So that being said, Buck, that brings us to an end of another episode. These are new abbreviated episodes or something we're trying out to let us know if you like them. Uh, we would typically used to you know try to go for four episode or four. I'm sorry, four. Uh, stories for a half an episode so we'd have eight store eight soul stories but we're going around the three or four and releasing two episodes a week just for your listening pleasure let us know what you think and uh thanks for listening tell a friend subscribe do what you gotta do other than that buck i'm the rasgrees this is my co-host the buck we're just gonna call him the buck have a week <laughs>